Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. I wish I could put something in this box, like this like area right here. Mm-hmm. Put your face. Uh, oh God, your teeth are black. <laughs> like you ate too much sugar. <laughs> That's so creepy. Take it off. I know, I know. Hello. Hi. I'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are back to Zoom Audio Shelf. Uh, I know everyone missed us in, in the same room, but we're doing what's safe, right? Yeah. So let's talk about the book that we're going to be reviewing today. I am very excited because we have lots and lots of opinions. We do, which if any of you have seen our Goodreads, you know a little bit about our opinion about this book. So Mm. we are reviewing This Is How I Lied by Heather Gudenkoff. And the narrator is Brittany Presley. Mm -hmm. Yes. How how long was this audiobook? That's a stat I didn't get. Oh, sh**. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost 10 hours it is nine hours and 59 minutes which is one thing that we hate about audiobooks is when they don't just do an extra minute <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is how i lied it takes place in the present day however 25 years ago the body of a 16 year old girl named eve knox was found in the caves near her home in a small town grotto iowa don't in remember a small town grotto <laughs> Grotto, Iowa. Iowa. Never heard of her. Anyway, so the, her body was discovered by her best friend Maggie and her sister Nola, which is like mm-hmm. really a cool name for, for a kid. It really is. Mm-hmm. There were a handful of suspects, including her boyfriend, this serial beater, Nick. But without sufficient evidence, the case was ultimately, you know, it went cold. Mm-hmm. So for decades, Maggie has been haunted by this death, right? And now she's a detective in Grotto, Iowa, and and seven months pregnant, mind you, she's about to bust. She is thrust back into the past when a new piece of evidence surfaces, which is a boot, mm-hmm. and then the case is reopened. Mm-hmm. And as Maggie- One second. Yeah. Lost your privileges. Nobody's even outside. You're barking at a flag. What'd you just call me? <laughs> Even though I couldn't hear you, I knew what you said. So as Maggie investigates and re-examines the clues, secrets about what really happened 25 years ago begin to merge. But someone in the town knows more than they're letting on. Mm-hmm. And they'll stop at nothing. Oh, yeah. To keep the truth buried deep. What happened to Eve? Girl, I don't know. Uh, so what did you think about this book? Okay, so the beginning of the book really got me hooked. Like, I was in their little Scooby-Doo mystery person van from the beginning with this boot getting found, which I don't know how it took 25 years to find a boot. But No, like, I don't know. I'm confused about who is investigating this. It is a boot. It's a boot. Um, so if you looked in the cave, like, I feel like you would have just found it. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was, like, dropped there later. I, I have no idea. I was hooked from the beginning and I really liked Maggie to start with. And then I, I really liked Nola in our first introduction of her when mm-hmm. she was kind of like, cause Nola's a special kind of character. She is very mischievous. She's a little weird. Yeah. She yeah. collects like bones and stuff, which 
if that's your hobby, that's fine. Um, but she also like will put down animals. She's a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. She also will put down animals if she thinks that you're not taking care of them. And so like she can tell like what's going to happen to an animal before it happens, not in any sort of magical aspect. She's just really, really good at her job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like our first introduction to her is her like putting to sleep a horse who has like an inverted bowel yep. that would need surgery. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like the owners. So she's like, here you go, little horse, like rest easy. But yes, I really, I really liked Nola. Um, she did give me the creeps. However, I loved her. I think her storyline was my favorite out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Maggie, for me, I liked in the beginning, but then she just got really annoying. Yes. And she was just like, oh my God, oh my God, the secret's out, the secret's out. Like what then, secret, Maggie? She know her secret. It wasn't even a secret. Like she, she know her secret and she was like, oh my God, oh my God. But what I think the best part about this book is I don't think you were supposed to really like any of the characters. No, it didn't seem like it. Like it seemed like Heather went hard in telling you to dislike Nola. And then she went a little softer telling you not to like Maggie. Mm -hmm. And you were really just only supposed to like Eve. Yeah, Eve was literally the only likable character. And I think that's pretty cool to do in a thriller because it's like you as a reader want to figure out the mystery as well. Mm-hmm. You want to be investigative. Is that no, the word? No. Yeah. So but you want to be that person who, who figures out the clues and solves the case. Mm-hmm. 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 And so I think yep. Heather did a really good job at that because I was hating on Nick. I was like, that mother effa killed her. And then I was like, Maggie, did you kill her? And then I was like, Nola, you definitely killed her. And I was and like, Sean. Sean. Sean, you killed him. Yes. yes. And it was funny because Heather was like, Heather was like, um, uh, Eve didn't even know Sean in the beginning. Uh huh. And, and then, then all after, of a sudden, literally after we just had a whole monologue in the 25 years previously mm-hmm. about how Sean and Eve were like helping each other. Oh my gosh. It's like, how do you uh, not know this about your own husband? But that that makes me think it's like, oh, people are telling lies. And yes. Heather was like, I'm planning that. I'm planning that. I'm, I want to make people think lies are being told. Uh huh. This is how I lied. Exactly. It's right there. It's right, literally there. Uh-huh. And, and I'll be honest, when you said Sean killed her, I thought you were so tricked that you thought your husband actually killed her. I was so tricked. I was so <laughs> fooled. I don't know how to follow thrillers. <laughs> no, but like seriously, like the the secrets that some of the people were keeping just made them so, I don't know. I just didn't like them. Yeah. And like some of the the story building around them, I also just didn't like them. I didn't care about them. Like I only ended up caring about Nola, even though I think we should have cared about how she was treating her mother mm. because it definitely pushed her down the stairs. Oh my God. <laughs> And you know what? Heather also made me dislike a man with Alzheimer's. A man's balls? Oh, is that what it sounded like? What did you say? I said... What did you say? I said Heather Gutenkopf also made me dislike a man with Alzheimer's. Oh. (laughs) Man, but I I, I didn't even like Maggie's father because I was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, you lying sack of shit. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Like, I don't, 
I don't trust any of you. Mm -hmm. I don't know what is happening, but like, I don't like any of you, but Eve, whenever we jumped back to 25 years later, I was ecstatic because I knew we were going to get a lot of Eve and a lot of her voice. And Brittany's voice for Eve was just like so sweet and innocent. You just made, it just made you love her so much more. Yeah. I, I felt so bad for Eve because I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, Eva. Speaking of Brittany Presley. Yes. I think she did a wonderful job. Yes. Did you just hear that noise? I did. What was that? That was Is my that a throat. Frog? That was my throat. Ew. Let me take a drink. Okay. But Brittany did amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. And I was like, oh, she made me love Eve. She made me scared to death of Nola. Oh my that, God. That voice. Oh, I hate it. Eventually, like in the book, like you start liking the character of Nola at the beginning. Like, even though she's like Dr. Death, but for vets, mm-hmm. you like her. But then the voice just like, it makes you not like her at a certain She was point. like, she like, there's like a, a kind of wicked witch of the West kind of voice going on. It was like Wednesday Adams meeting Cher from Clueless. Like, you know? You know what I'm saying? You got the voice. It was like Brittany Murphy's character in Clueless. It's like way harsh. But yeah, I think Brittany did a great job. Um, I liked her voices for the men. She made me dislike Nick. She made mm-hmm. me, like, she was doing that whole, like, creepy old man or sad, just decrepit old man for the father. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think overall she did a, a wonderful job with all of the voices and the narration. And she put a lot of emotion and feeling into the audiobook, which I loved. Oh yeah. Like hands down, it was like one of the best vocalizations, especially for a book that starts dragging in the middle. Mm. Like there was just, oh God, at a certain point from like, the midway point after we get like a secret from Maggie that she reveals to, I would say an hour to 30 minutes before the book ends, it just drags its feet. I think what happened was the way the book was formatted. So I feel like we had the mystery in the first half of the book. Then Mm -hmm. in the halfway point, we find out, oh my God, that's how she died. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, like the secret's out. Now we have to figure out what is going to happen now, now that the secret's out, the characters are more vulnerable. Now we got to figure it out. And then the end, we have this new, bigger twist where it kind of throws you for a loop and makes you forget everything that happened in the middle because it's like, oh crap, this is what really happened. What did you think about the cave scene? Like the cave setting, going into the cave. Why were these kids playing in the cave? What What did you think about that? Okay, so that was like totally believable for me because I used to play in those little like drain pipes. Yes. That that my grandmother had like one of them that fed out to the the creek or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I used to play in those and me and my cousin would pack sandwiches and then we would like adventure into them. So like (laughs) I, that was like totally believable. It took me back to my childhood Mm -hmm. in a very weird, strange way. And (laughs) (laughs) I actually really enjoyed any cave scene that we got. Yes, I, I did too. I loved when, even when they were like, poor little Eve was going into the cave. Mm-hmm. And even at the end, there was this big, you know, scene in the cave that ultimately was her demise. That was even adventurous and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved the aspect of the cave. 
like, like you, it kind of brought me back to my childhood because I used to go in the woods and I used to think about like, oh, what if, what, what if this would happen in the woods? And what if this, this killer came at me mm-hmm. uh, in the woods? I mean, that's you. That's <laughs> basically Brad's bio wants to be killed by a serial killer. In the woods. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> but I, I thought that was really original and pretty, pretty cool. Um, and I like the small town aspect of it. I really mm-hmm. love small town versus big, big city kind of kind of storylines. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, you really got a feel for like what that small town looked like, mainly because I kept having in my head like the Martha Vineyards mysteries from Hallmark playing in my head whenever they would start talking about the town. It it was just like a pretty little hellscape for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it just seemed like nobody liked it, but nobody left. Yeah. I love, I love small towns because everyone knows each other. Yeah. And it's so funny how Maggie became a, a detective. Cause uh-huh. I feel like that's just typically what happens. Her dad was the, the detective and then she becomes a detective. Um, and it was pretty cool. It's kind of like, she was also pregnant. So it's like, girl, you need to get a desk job. What are you doing? Like, yes. I mean, I guess it shows that like pregnant people, they don't need to just sit around and do nothing. They are perfectly capable of getting out there and uh, solving a 25-year-old murder case of your best <laughs> friend. Like, hello. I really think she shouldn't have, have been allowed to to be on the case. If no, but that friend. that's that small town vibe. They don't <laughs> they don't follow protocols. Come on. That's true. That's true. They probably had Maggie and Barney Fife in the office, and that was like that was the small town police force. <laughs> that's so true. Oh my goodness. Um, now, one negative thing that I will will say that I got the heebie-jeebies about was the idea of this this teacher or, or I'm sorry, older neighbor and this 15 year old relation, you know, their relationship between the two that did give me some like weird feelings. And it was kind of like borderlining on this idea of grooming, Mm -hmm. which we're seeing a lot more in books nowadays for some strange reason. However, I do think that Heather did a great job with kind of like wrapping it up to be like, this is, it was a psychological um, issue that she now has to deal with because Mm -hmm. of that situation. And I think how the story wraps up, or at least that story wraps up, I think it does, it serves a purpose and serves like some justice, at least to that creepy old man who tried to have a relationship with a 15 year old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At certain points, like I don't like that, like grooming thing, even if it's coming from like a child to an older adult who is maybe not of like complete sound mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in, I just had to look it up all the wonderful and all the ugly and wonderful things. I did not like that. I started it. I did not finish it because I didn't vibe with the relationship, but I agree with you. Heather did this one very well as it as it was like a slow burn the book was not about that Mm. um but it was like mentioned and it was slipped in there but it wasn't enough to make from for me it wasn't enough to like make me feel fully uncomfortable it was believable and realistic and definitely something that what was his name happens what Um, was that cam cam Cameron or something like that. yeah so it made me hate him oh yeah oh no 100% hated him yeah but then it also kind of made me dislike Maggie 
yeah. a little bit more too. I think so. I think so. And I think that's what that's what was giving me the heebie-jeebies because I was like, girl, I'm trying to feel for you. I'm trying, but yeah. you're like. Yeah, you're like arguing and your best friend's like just trying to help you, but you're like in school, like, I don't want to talk to you. And it was just, God, it was just like so much. Like Eve was going through so much already with her mm -hmm. own like abusive boyfriend. And then she's trying to help you. Like she has her own crap to be dealing with and she's trying to help you, Maggie. And you're like, mm -hmm. talk to the hand. I don't care. So yeah. it just, it just reinforced that I really liked Eve and I didn't like Maggie. Oh, I also did like Maggie's brother. Oh yeah. I liked him too. Cause he was like, when that whole scene with Nola and uh -huh. Maggie was like, why did you leave her, her with him? Uh -huh. He was like, like, I don't know. He's an adult. He's an adult. Like, dude. Yeah. Like, I liked something. him. And it was mainly because he only had like one line. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to dis dislike him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. So overall, I think I would probably, I would probably shelf this book just because, um, I liked the big twist at the end and I kind of liked that format of like, even though it was slow in the middle, it kind of dragged on it, there. I did like that whole like mystery. We solved the mystery, but wait, we really didn't. Mm -hmm. You're now we're going to solve the mystery at the end. I kind of liked that format a little bit. Um, however, it could have been maybe an hour or two, maybe. Yeah. Cut. I think uh, it could have been you know, two hour, two hours cut. The fact that it, yeah. it dragged on for like an additional four hours after our like initial middle twist um, is what really kind of lost me. If it, mm -hmm. if it went for two hours, that wouldn't be a drag for me. That yeah. would be explanation, character development. Um, how is our character going to deal with this mm -hmm. um, and, and solve this or, or be blackmailed for this? Because if you wait too long, then you mm -hmm. might spoil the surprise. Yep. You might if be you, like, yep. we got four hours left. This can't be the ending. Exactly. That, that was my issue was that like, I felt like it just went, it just went for too long. So mm -hmm. if it were an hour, I would say two hours, if it was like tightened up, um, two hours were taken out of the audiobook at least. I feel like if you were reading this physically, those parts in the book, you could just skim over. Mm, um, yeah. Cause there's a lot of like repetition of like what mm -hmm. Nola is doing and what Maggie is doing. There's some extra creepiness with Nola that you get, but <sighs> I think that could have been included in whatever, whatever stuck in after a cut. Yeah. Um, but do, yeah, I, the, the twist was, yeah very solid and it is what saved um the book for me mm -hmm. nola will definitely go down hands like hands down in history as one of the creepiest characters in a thriller i don't think we have ever read a character that is creepier maybe the butterfly garden maybe the butterfly garden yeah okay. I, I would agree Definitely Nola's like number two on our top two <laughs> creepiest. So she was such an interesting character. I loved the um six month post. Yes. Like that yes. is something that I love when a book does because I I just I don't like when a book is just like, okay, it's over, the mystery is solved, these characters just like go on their merry way and do whatever mm -hmm. they want to do. And we have like we don't get any resolution for like the relationships that might have suffered within the time of the book so like heather putting in that six month thing mm -hmm. was great yes yes even though so, i was sad what happened to Nola. <laughs> no 
Um, so overall, what would you do? Shelf it or shove it or share it? I would shelf it um, mm-hmm. because of that ending. I think I said that I would do a 3.5 um, on, on Goodreads, mm-hmm. but I would definitely like keep it on my shelf. One, because I like the cover a lot. I love that cover. Um, and two, because that beginning, the, those first like five hours were really, really, really strong. And then that mm-hmm. ending, that last, I would say hour, 30 minutes was really, really fantastic. Like I was like gasped. Punch. It was like punch to the face. <laughs> Did I hurt you? <laughs> yes. I'm emotionally All right. scarred. <laughs> All right. So this, I think this concludes our, inter- the, I just said interview. Oh my life. Who are we interviewing? That flamingo in the back? <laughs> Susan? <laughs> Susan is mopping my bathroom right now as we speak. That is good. Why did he name her Susan? I don't know. Susan, God. every time I hear it, I think of the Whitney Houston song. My name is not Susan. Oh, yes. Little throwback. so this concludes our review um so if you would like to see more of these videos and kind of stick around why don't you hit that little red button to subscribe and give us a likes thumbs up whatever you call it these days give us a likes (laughs) (sighs) Uh, yes and also follow along with us on our various social medias we are on twitter at audio shelf me instagram at audio shelf me and facebook at audio shelf so until next time bye. bye This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. 